This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, but you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Shan Cannell. He is the founder of Think Media. You might have seen him around on pretty big, millions of followers in uh, on there. And also he's the author of YouTube Secrets. Uh, and I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Sean, how are you? Foo, I'm fired up to be on the podcast. Super grateful. And uh, there's a lot of opportunity on YouTube right now. So I love this topic. Yeah, I mean... Well, like there's YouTube uh, podcast just launched fresh out of the oven. So uh, we'd like uh, to get a little bit of, of that uh, from you. Uh, but let's kick it off with a quick introduction about yourself and your company. Yeah. So um, my name is Sean Cannell, rhymes with YouTube channel. Think Media helps people build their influence with video and YouTube. And so they're, one of the things we do is educate people to figure out how to create content itself whether they want to build a video podcast studio, pick the right camera, accessorize their smartphone, set up some lighting, build a studio. And our main YouTube channels, over 2 million subscribers, a lot of the content on there is like a free video creation college where you've got video editing tutorials, picking out lenses and cameras. And so whether you want to spend $300 or $3,000 or $30,000 on equipment and build a full-on you know, video podcasting empire, we have a lot of videos and content over there. And then we teach the YouTube strategy side. So wrote a book, YouTube Secrets, have a course on YouTube, and we have a lot of free training and our podcast is all on YouTube. And you could call us, especially for your community, we'd probably be a, a video marketing resource with a specialty in YouTube. Although for everybody listening, we published 398 pieces of content every week over the last four weeks in our business, for our own business. And so we're posting vertical video on TikTok and Instagram Reels and Facebook Reels, Pinterest Reel. So video itself is people's preferred content format Audio is great, the written word is great, and these are all opportunities, but video is king, and video is giving you the most algorithmic opportunity right now as a business owner, coach, leader that wants to get your message out there. So mastering and learning video is very important if you want more leads, customer sales, impact, revenue. That's what we do. <laughs> and and uh, I would add to that is you can always start with video and then you know have the the audio for the podcast side of things then uh, transcribe into an article into a blog right like it just video gives you you can go down from video but then you know you can't go really up unless you do like animations or stuff right but but it, that that is that is why if you start with video and then you can trickle it down into other things i think that's just the best thing that you can do so you know i definitely agree with you on that <laughs> Um, so, um, let's, uh, talk about some actionable tips or advice that you have for business owners, uh, especially, you know, with video marketing and not have to be necessarily YouTube, but just, you know, video marketing, how, you know, you already touched up that that's something that you really help with pe yeah. people with. So what are some, some actionable tips that, that business leaders can, can take action on right now? It, yeah. When it comes to video for business leaders, Number one, you've got to make a commitment to do it. So probably even before number one, I think you need to understand the why behind it because reasons come first, results come second. If the reason you're probably hesitating for maybe leaning into video is you're like, I'm too busy. I'm not convinced it'll lead to leads, customers, clients, sales. Uh, I'm overwhelmed. Um, but if I could tell you that when on the other side of you posting video content, is improvements in your team and the quality of people you're attracting to your business to work with you improvements in your brand awareness and the ease of closing sales because no like and trust has been accelerated because people are building a relationship with your video content before they're ever on the phone or in the dms or in a social selling or email marketing environment 
the improvement of your brand and brand awareness so that while sometimes gr growth is slow at the start, five years from now, you're going to regret not having online influence when there is digital real estate to be had right now by those who take action and start putting out content on their brand. What I would challenge you in adding obviously some examples here is like first, just determine if you want to do this or not, because on it, you're asking for actionable tips. Here's a tip. Don't do video. Because if you're comfortable, if you're making enough money, if you have enough leads, if you're com comfortable with where you are, if you don't care about building your personal brand, if you don't want to reach more people, yeah, then don't do video. It's going to take work. But if you do want to build your brand, get more leads, get more clients, get more, you know, get ahead of your competition or simply maintain your current market share by not losing to your competitor who is embracing video content then lean into video. So number one, get some clear reasons around your vision and the why and what you want to achieve with it. Number two, make a commitment. Mainly for the business owner, as soon as you commit to something, it's kind of game over after that because you already got where you are. Like you've already, you committed to building a sales team. You committed to starting your business. You got to six figures. You got to multiple six figures. You got to seven figures. You have done this before. You can do this in video. But commitment looks like See that I think what, what what people you've committed to doing Facebook ads or meta ads and you've spent money on them and you got an ROI. But during that time too, you also probably hired an agency that sucked once and paid for them for three months. And then you like had nothing to show for it. I know we've done, we, we did 10 K on ads early in the early days and had like zero ROI. So we lost $10,000. That stings, man. That's painful, but we survived. Now we're doing like a million dollars a year in ads just in spend, right? And so what we committed to, to learn and to grow. So what I would challenge is commitment doesn't look like, oh, but if I start shooting some videos and I don't get results in day one, I'm not going to do this. It, did your business get results in day one when you started doing whatever the main thing it is you do? And when you committed, you probably risked on hiring somebody or stretching it, having to cast the vision for someone to volunteer or be a part of what you're doing based on profit share in the early bootstrap days of your business. I am speaking to the business leader to say, treat video marketing as a media startup within your company and put money towards it, put time towards it, put team towards it, put hiring towards it and Treat it even like R&D. If it doesn't work out, you'll be okay. But what if it does work out? And my encouragement is that it will work out if you take it seriously. Because for the principal person, I was in, uh, I did a meetup in Miami. A bunch of people came out and, uh, and one person asked me, they were the principal person of a million dollar business, CEO or founder. And they were like, I want to get into all this stuff. And... I, what should I do first? And I said, the first thing you should do is figure out who is going to run this for you, not how you're going to do it. Because I was like, you're pretty busy, right? Yeah. And revenue's coming in, things are going coming in. Yeah. So you should hire somebody like a shredditor, a producer, shooter, editor to be the brains and be the mastermind and be the person that is going gonna, is gonna to do the, the heavy lifting of this for you depending on where you're at. Now, if we speak to, if you're in the bootstrap, you're trying to figure out grassroots marketing. Tip number three is that after you understand the reason for doing this, you've committed to doing this, is to start doing this. And I would start with short form vertical video. YouTube shorts, you've got Instagram reels, you've got TikTok. The cool thing is you could create an asset. I did it last yesterday. From 9.45 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. at night, I read a Business Insider article. I saw a clip from an entrepreneur that I respect. I created a green screen. I recorded my screen of them talking because I was watching a YouTube video. I recorded a clip of this person of influence. I, I did the green screen. We've all probably seen that on business, on like, on different reels where someone's talking in front of a screenshot behind them, maybe an animated TikTok behind them, or maybe for a lot of business professionals, it's like there's the real estate market is crashing, CNBC, and like the agent is like, you know, this is what's happening in the market. And I assembled a vertical video that I first posted on Reels, downloaded it before I posted it um, with music so that my audio was still embedded, then connected a Black Rob song, which was an old, whoa, instrumental banger from the olden days, 
posted it. Then I went over to YouTube and I posted it as a YouTube short and I natively connected the music right there. I cl clicked the button, selected. They didn't even have the same song. So I ended up going with like Post Malone, instrumental, the wow, you know, boom, 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 boom. Connected that song up, 10% or 7% audio. So it doesn't over, so it's quiet, just a nice little subtle bed. Titled it, did all the nuanced YouTube optimization. Then I took the same video asset over to TikTok added captions that they auto do there on on TikTok. Select I was able to find the same Black Rob song. Doesn't even matter, but it kind of does. Like understanding these nuances or thinking about your audience or using trending audio and posted it over on TikTok, added the caption, added the made a thumbnail there. I couldn't do a thumbnail on YouTube Shorts. They don't let you. They do on Android, not on iOS right now. It doesn't matter. You just so I posted it. I I did a custom thumbnail. I selected the thing on on Instagram, I framed it up in the grid properly, um, and then went over to TikTok. And now, in all kindness, the listener might be completely freaked out by everything I've just described, but this took me 45 minutes. The creation of the content, the posting it in three places, and the posting it according to best practices to each of the platforms. And I posted a vertical video using just my phone with no fancy microphone or anything else, just sitting here in my home office, and it's performing in three places pretty well. And it took me 45 minutes. So uh, you can I use want... something like this too. Like I use this directly to my phone and then I connect my Yeti mic, right? If you already have a mic, right? Cause you're committed to content. That's another little thing too. Totally. And admittedly though, I've got 400 mics cause I'm a tech YouTuber <laughs> and I still didn't use a mic because talking right in front of your phone in a generally carpeted, quieted area is like completely re relevant and high enough quality audio. So what I want to encourage the number four, if that was number three, is if you've committed to doing this and you understand the reasons why, and then you just start creating and you start with vertical video, is then just commit to learning and leveling up. Start before you're ready, start messy, punch fear in the face, punch perfectionism in the face, start poop your pants scared. And just do it. Who cares what Sally from high school thinks? Who cares if you get a negative comment? And who cares if you don't get any views? Use your season in obscurity to prepare you for popularity. This is your practice season and you just start. But I also want to, want to say how practical that was. Everybody can find 45 minutes that's listening to this. Um, there's a real estate agent and real estate investor more appropriately um, named Anton, who lives in Snohomish County up in the Seattle region, who posts one vertical video a day across Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, TikTok, and YouTube Shorts. He's very busy. He's got a team in real estate. He's got a business partner that helps him on construction, construction jobs. He's doing development deals, land deals, building projects. He's an agent. He's got a team of agents underneath him. He's running stuff at Keller Williams. He is freaking busy and he can do a vertical video a day. He actually bought a separate Samsung phone and he hired his son and one person on his team. It cost him $1,500 a month and they edit up what he's doing. But a lot of times he's like, if I don't get them the information ahead of time, at the end of my day, he'll do the posting because he's like, I don't, they don't, they're not great at titles or thumbnails. And he's like, so sometimes I'll do the posting and I'm training some people up. But he found his son to edit and his assistant at the real estate office. And $1,500 a month, it's only 15 grand in 10 months. The commission on one house is enough to pay that. Even if he doesn't make any money for the first nine, if you got some cash flow to invest in the media company startup that you're doing, what's fascinating though, is he's like, the phone started ringing. I go, how have you attributed ROI? He goes, there's one deal that's probably gonna be worth about 350K that's happened because the phone started ringing because someone saw me on Instagram and then they shared the video. But now we're also tracking, I can attribute this to actually leads, sales, clients. My friends Levi and uh, Travis in Dallas are having the same thing. They did 90 million top line, just organic YouTube and 3 million mm -hmm. in real estate commissions from organic YouTube videos. So that that's the, that's the story is, um, if you are committed to it, then you can find the 45 minutes or the hour and a half that it takes you a day. And then maybe it takes you three hours at first and you're super stressed and you're very nervous. I respect that. It's an you're anxious. It's super tough. I've been doing this for a while, but also as you commit to it, it's kind of like riding a bike. Eventually you have training wheels. You eventually kind of go slow, but then eventually you're out there, you know, able to like ride on your own. And then you don't have to think about it anymore. I don't really have to think about it anymore. I just kind of tell the story I want to tell. And I've and I learned the platforms. And guess what? There's good news. You can follow channels like Think Media 
that will walk you through how to do this stuff step by step. So that's what I would encourage business owners to do when it comes to this um, video marketing and getting started, especially right now in 2023 with vertical video is one of the biggest opportunities to start simple. Yeah, I mean, that, that's how uh, I, uh, I've been focusing on, on that vertical video. I did a couple like long form and then I was like, I don't know, like this is just not like taking more time. I want to develop this like a strategy. So I'm just going to commit to like to the shorts. And then I have my girlfriend, for example, I got her uh, a premium version of, of CapCut. So that way she can change certain colors and stuff. It's like $8 a month. And then it's my girlfriend doing doing it on her tablet. Uh, that's it. Like on, on her, the cheapest iPad, like, and she can do it, right? Like not, not out of memory. Then she just does it, post it, delete it, right? Do the next one, right? And, and, and it's a matter of, of if you don't have money, then, then partner up with people that also don't have money, right? That you can offer value, all right? Or people like, you know, having my, my girlfriend uh, and having... I have one of my my assistant from the Philippines. Like he helps me with with the posting, with the uh, like graphics and different things. Right? It's just a matter of finding finding the way. Like there is so so many different ways. And then if you can do a, a like short video and and really just be willing to suck and just go for it, just learn. I mean, you see my my previous videos. I've gotten like a lot better. And I'm still like, you know, still in the, in the process of, of learning these things. And one thing that you maybe kind of like didn't mention specifically, but it could be assumed is like not only the 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 fact of of getting leads and stuff, like maybe you're getting leads through through email, right? Like cold email. I mean, still pretty good. All these different things that you're doing when you're doing outbound, especially one of the first things that you do when you're starting out you then they gonna be like who's this person that just reached out to me and then they go and look you up and then they be like oh this is the like the nurture the and then if you do like sell subjections in your content for example right like oh like people come to me and they they usually tell me like what if i don't make an roi on pr it's like oh like look at this is what i say to those people and then when people go and they already thinking that because you know because obviously you're you know you went through sales calls people are asking these things then they're like oh I will always wonder about that. And then they keep looking, right? And then you talk about stories, about the, the like, you know, client stories, about yourself, so people connect with you. And then uh, another thing that I would say too is like, uh, if you want to have like, there, there's like a, this ratio that I learned from uh, actually Josh Real. Like this guy like came out of nowhere and from a thousand followers to over a hundred thousand followers in like a month and a half. So what he did was like doing this ratio of like, okay, I'll do real estate. Uh, let me focus on the broader sense of the real estate side of things. Everybody wants to make money, save money, or like having hacks or something, right? So it's 20. So he does every 30 videos, he does like 20 broad. Five of them are like clients, authority pieces. And then and then five of them, him, like this is me. So you get to know me and the why. Those might not get the most amount of views because a lot of people won't be interested, but then those are like the ones that you actually sell people on. And then they are, the, the, the broader ones is where you get the awareness. It's like, Oh, I want people that find me on the discovery page. Then would never have seen me before if it wasn't because of that. And then you have a pin post that where you sell them, right? Like where you like, they get to know you and they get to know your authority. So that's the thing that I wanted to add. You kind of touch it up a little bit, but I just kind of want to wrap it up with, with, with my personal experience. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for for this. So um I typically like ask about like friction points and stuff, but you kind of touch on that already. So one thing that I, I, I want to know is like, you know, based on all this topic that we touch on, is there like any one or two big takeaways that you can tell people maybe or like on or, you know, things that you haven't said already, but, but that will complement the, the advice that you already gave the audience. Yeah, I think um, one thing that would, after you, after you start, after you punch fear in the face and press record, you cannot steer a parked car. So you're moving. Don't overthink it. Post your first video. I want to challenge the listener if they've if they're not posting video content to post your first vertical video within the next 24 hours. And you should post it immediately after this podcast. At least start with stories on, you know, Instagram stories or whatever. Okay. Then as you grow, I would encourage people to use the perfect video recipe, which sort of reveals where people make mistakes as well. So the perfect video recipe is four ingredients. 
Um, and the cool thing is, you know, making video content might be stressful and overwhelming and it could be like cooking. Now you're listening to this, you're a good cook, but I've discovered this thing called HelloFresh, right? They ship a box to you. I'm not a very good cook, but I learned I just open up the box. The ingredients are in there. There's a little card that just tells me what ingredients to do in what order. So that's why we created the perfect video recipe. Just follow the recipe and you're going to get views. You're going to get awareness. Your videos are going to do a lot better. Here's the four ingredients, the big idea, the hook, the content, and the transition. This is for YouTube. The big idea, the hook, the content, and the transition. The big idea is the topic, the title, and the thumbnail. One of the biggest mistakes people make is they just start making videos, but they actually don't pick out the most important thing. Some people think it's the title and the thumbnail. What's even more important than that is the topic. See, if I pick up my phone right now, there's actually unlimited things I could talk about. Now, if I want to stay on brand, I should probably talk about video marketing, but even still, tens of thousands of topics. I could talk about microphones. I could talk about cameras. I could talk about strategy. I could talk about somebody like an example. I could tell a story. So it could be kind of overwhelming. One of the biggest keys is think about your own behavior. As you scroll through YouTube, you only click on things you actually care about. Somebody could upload 200 videos. They might go through your library or my library in our YouTube channel. They don't care about the topic. Like they're going to pick a topic. That, so like getting a topic that is top of mind, getting topics. And so some of the best topics are what is the biggest pain point of your target audience? What's keeping them up at night? What is their biggest ambition? What is it they really, what topic would they want to click on? Cause here's what I've learned. You could have the best lighting, best camera, best, you know, set best, all this kind of stuff, but just talk about something people doesn't don't care about. Then they, they won't watch it. You could just be shooting on your phone with none of the fancy stuff, but deliver value related to the topic that is most top of mind and most desired by the target audience, and they will click on it. And so people don't spend enough time picking out the right video ideas, the right video topics. And then once you're clear on that, crafting a title, this would be the term that your audience probably know, copywriting. These days, ChatGPT will write you 10 great YouTube titles if you tell them what topic it's on, but you might wanna finagle, you know, finesse that, and ultimately, those words matter. You want to write good advertising headlines for your YouTube videos. You want to write good copy, good text. A lot of times we will brainstorm 10 titles to come up with one that we actually finally select and we craft it, we refine it. And then the thumbnail, it's like a billboard for your content. So one of the most interesting things is that if possible, before you record the hook, the content and the transition, before you even record the video, I would challenge you're super clear on your topic. You actually know what your title is ahead of time and you know what even your thumbnail is gonna be because the beginning of your video is kind of a continuation of the promise and that you made in your title and your thumbnail and the big idea, the topic of your video. And then simply after that, the, the hook is just the first 10 to 30 to one minute, 10 seconds to 30 seconds to one minute of your content. The mistakes people here make is they're boring, they, introduce themselves. That's unnecessary. They have a long intro with their logo and a bunch of music, all unnecessary. They even restate why you're there, kind of also unnecessary. If the title and the thumbnail lets people know why you're there, you can just get right into it. That's what's working on YouTube right now. Literally, you just pick up the conversation because if you framed it properly, like you're, you're getting right into it. In movies, you'd call it cut to the chase. James Bond doesn't begin with the backstory. He doesn't begin with him walking in. He's, you know, Martini, Martini's shaken, not stirred, uh, you know, um, slow, chill. It begins with the chase. Helicopter scene swoops in. He's like on a surfboard. He's got two machine guns. People are like, you know, on jet skis following him. You're like, how did he get in this situation? You look at the new Uncharted movie based on the video game. It cuts to the chase. He's flying out of a plane. Things are flying at him. You're like, what happened? And then the movie goes back. So content creators, business owners in general could cut to the chase in all their marketing, but definitely in your YouTube videos. You want to you want to start fast. That's the hook. And then in the content, be brief, be bright, be fun to be done. Uh, be done. Videos should be as long as they need to be, but as short as tr possible. Trim the fluff. And then I have uh, here, the name of my book is Be Good, Be Brief, Be Gone. Hey, nice. Oh, you said that. I was like, wow, like literally that great title for my, my first book with Jason Miller. Man, uh, I love that. Bestseller, international bestseller. So yeah.
Congrats. And then lastly, the transition. Interestingly enough on YouTube, you want to transition to another video. So yes, you could have a lead magnet or a freemium. Yes, you want to send people to your web class. Yes, you want to get them on a sales call. And that's all good. You could do that in a pinned comment in the description. You could say, hey, jump on the phone with us for a strategy call. It's fine. But YouTube best practice is actually if you want the algorithm to suggest you is to keep people on the platform. Do we send people on the platform? Sure. But do we also grow? Yes. So your opportunity, this is a whole different way of thinking. Sometimes people think of YouTube in terms of what is one single video I could create. And I encourage people to think of series, meaning you finish up one video that solves a particular problem, answers a particular question, but then agitates another problem and says, and, and so, hey, by the way, we just talked about this, but if you don't get this right, you're definitely going to need to learn this. So click or tap the screen because I break it down in this video and we'll talk soon and quickly and point people to another video because ultimately what you want is you want to build up a library of videos where people binge your content they don't just watch one episode they get stuck in watching all four seasons of breaking bag back to back to back and i don't know if it's healthy but like it's, it's a little dark but i mean you spend a lot of time and so you want people stuck on your youtube channel like wow that was good oh that opens up another question another answer another question another answer and you already touched on this what happened during that time, the amount of no like and trust, the amount of persuasion, the amount of people getting to know you, the amount of even overcoming objections because before someone even came in deeper to your world has happened on YouTube. And so what hurts direct response marketers is they're like, it has to be one video and then they have to go into the sales process. Whereas 2023 marketing is actually a little bit more like people are going to kind of hang out maybe in the lobby for a while, check you out. Maybe try a few appetizers for a while before they want to go to like the main course and really commit. You know, they might just go to the bar, have an appetizer and a few drinks. They're not sure if they want to sit in the restaurant yet. They're not sure if they want to get a membership to the restaurant yet. And so having that mentality in terms of creating valuable YouTube content that allows you to also build an audience, build subscribers, build momentum, build viewership, get people binging videos, YouTube's happy. And then ultimately on a macro, it's being a little bit more patient. You're going to be more happy because when more people are there and more subscribers are there and YouTube is giving you free organic traffic, then when you, you give an invitation to leads, uh, to, to lead to, for somebody to sign up or to get a lead or to get somebody on a call, you're going to have more people there even listening to you. But also as people, you create demand for your products and services. People will also, they, they're smart. They'll figure out how to get in touch. So, you know, you maybe have viral appeal or VFM viral for me, a hundred or a couple thousand views, but a few people in there are like, this is exactly what I need right now. This is the person that sounds like they could help me. They can find their way in your description and find out what to do next. And so <laughs> that's the perfect video recipe. It is the big idea, the hook, the content, and then the transition. If you don't get it right the first time, I didn't get cooking chicken right the first time and I still don't get it right. But if I keep showing up to the kitchen and I keep understanding, oh, maybe I should pull it a little soon because it's the momentum of the heat. Yeah, I should actually do this temperature on the stove. Oh, I'm going to try these spices. Oh, I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to cover it with tinfoil because it's going to trap the moisture in there. You'll learn these nuances as you go, but just keep using the recipe. Keep showing up in the video marketing kitchen and cooking up some meals and over time you're going to get better the results are going to come and you're going to be blown away by the power of using the perfect video recipe i love it i love it i mean i i really like this this recipe uh i mean i heard all about like titles and thumbnails and and i i love how you separate it like the topic it's not like having just the perfect title but if the topic in general is just like bait and switch then obviously that that's not going to help you and uh I, I I know about this strategy just by looking at it, which it was the transitions. But when you said transitions, like I, I was like, I'm not sure because it could be transition like you know, from one clip to the other. But then you was like, oh, from from yeah, from one video to the other on YouTube and being very strategic about, oh, you like this video? Like just click on here and like this, you're going to love this video, especially because I go deeper into this one thing that I mentioned in this video. And I I, no, I, I never had somebody to to say it like that, especially not in the podcast. And and I really appreciate you you talking about that. And one thing that I that I wanted to, to talk about that I completely agree with you. And I and I tell this uh, to people all the time, uh, having call to actions and 
and, and just being very intentional about uh, driving people to where you want it, it, it is it is good but uh if, if you just focus on giving so much value even if it's hard to get in touch with you people will find a way period like they will like i've know i've done it like oh i connected with this person and i signed an ad i couldn't i was like how can i get on the phone with this person i need to talk to her and i just literally look at, like in her facebook then i saw a link there i went to that link to the another link and another link i found something to get 50 minute call with her in somewhere buried in like her personal website or something and i got on a call and then build a connection all that stuff and then from that like i was able to get a couple of my clients and even myself into into forbes so like you see like for me to be able to get there, like I figured it out. She wasn't like in the ad was like, hey, join my group. And in this group, I'm going to do these things. And then I just found a way to get to her. Right. So just get out there, you know, make sure that people know about you and give them so much value that even if it's hard to get to you, they'll find a way. So that that is the thing. And obviously, the easier that you make it, the better. But just don't focus too much on like, schedule a call here now like, just give them content give them value and when they ready to take action they will so that that's something i just wanted to touch on that because it was just such a great point and i've seen this i mean one of my clients uh david a perez he's a tax strategist he has a link tree like as, as his link which a lot of people are oh no just put something direct to this thing look people want to see their content his content like his content is so good that people will be like oh linktree i'll navigate this until i find a way if I, if I get mistaken i need to talk to this person like right if you create that through content people will find a way i just wanted to like stress that out 100 <laughs> percent. oh yeah thank you hey, thank you for for taking the time to to come here and like, give me a lot of value a lot of energy I mean, I made a couple of notes and stuff. I really like the the quote that you said about like uh, reasons come first, then the results come later, right? So, uh, how do you say? Can you say that again? Like, uh, you have like particular yeah. way. Yeah, reasons come first, results come second. And I mean, for me, like in two thousand nine, my wife almost died, and. I had been doing YouTube for. I started a YouTube channel for my church in two thousand seven. We got married super young. We bought a house on declared income because we thought of, you know it's all gonna go up and we we're gonna tighten our budget. We house hacked and we had roommates, but the big short happened. And I was working for an organization and there were some moral failures in the leader, so the organization fell apart. And so in 2009, I found myself in a hospital room with my wife for six days. And that's when I really started to think about what are my reasons? You know, reasons come first, results come second. And I'll admit, you know, I felt challenged by God to like man up, to step up. Like, man, I, I got to take care of my wife. I got to figure out how to pay these medical bills. I have to. So when I talk about even reasons, there could be reasons like, oh, there's a good marketing opportunity. But I want to challenge the listener. Like when your reasons are strong enough, it's like where there's a will, an unbreakable, unshakable will, there's a way. And my reasons as I started thinking about, okay, I've been doing video for like seven years now, and I've been helping others with video, and I, I've been doing YouTube, and I see an opportunity there, and I've been learning about affiliate marketing, and I've learned about how to kind of make some money, and I saw, I thought, oh, wait, but up until that point, I was a little bit comfortable and a little bit complacent, because we were surviving, but then I got faced with death. Talk about a motivator, and I got faced with like, man, life is short. Am I really living all out? Am I playing all out? And am I able, like, what's gonna, what do we need to do for our future? So my reason became not like fame or fortune or more followers, uh, which are all cool, I guess. But for me, it was fighting for my faith, fighting for my family, fighting for our future. And that lit a fire in me that then drove me to keep figuring this out, keep studying, keep posting not letting my small youtube channel make me small-minded not letting letting my small business let make me small-minded and to continue to learn and grow and practice and stretch and that was 2009 my first video i uploaded was in 2010 that was 13 years ago now we're an eight-figure company 20 w2s 10 contractors uh but we've been through hell man and one of the things i learned is that if you're going through hell keep going like don't you know like i think it was like though i walked through the valley of the shadow of death 
I'll fear no evil. It's not though I set up camp in the valley of shadow of death. It was I got to keep walking through it. So I, I want to encourage people when you're reasons you start thinking what do i want to build what's the impact i want to make on the world what's the message i want to get out there what's the revenue i want to make who do i want to hire what's my dream team what do i see what's the future that i see what's the vision that i see who do i respect online who do i admire why do i who do i want to emulate there's a place for you in this content creation game there's a place for you building a personal brand if you're not being invited to the table you can build your own table but also, this might not be super encouraging. Are you willing, though, to put in 13 years of work to build a brand where they give you a gold play button eventually? Just get clear on your vision. Because if you got strong enough reasons, I believe you could do it. I believe you're listening to that. I can believe you could do it. But 99% of people are like, oh, yeah, uh, this looks super cool. This is a quick way to make money. This is a quick way to maybe like grow. I, I kind of want to go viral too. Okay, yeah, but are your reasons strong enough? to keep you going when you feel like you want to quit? Are your reasons strong enough to keep going when you're in a season? I don't wake up feeling like I'm going to click my heels like a leprechaun and I want to film videos every day. You got to have drama with your in-laws. I got freaking back pain. I'm about to turn 40. You know, I got like, you know, I'm tired. I don't feel like doing this. It's kind of a hard season. Ted Lasso season three just came out. There's some other things that could distract me. I can go eat some chocolate covered gummy bears. You know, there's a lot of other things I could choose to let distract me. But then when my reasons start to to fire, the fight, you know, starts to bubble, man, I'm fighting for my kids. I'm fighting for legacy. I'm fighting for future generations. Now I'm fighting for my team. I'm trying to keep my, my team members employed because we have like 50 people depending on us when you add up the kids. And so my reasons are strong, like you got to get on YouTube, but spend some time. I'm, I'm sorry to go off on this, but you, you know, you talked about the quote, this, I think is the game. When you get so clear and you wake up every day, knowing that your goals, not just setting goals, but having deep, strong reasons before that, the results follow reasons come first results come second. I love it. Thank you. Look, uh, don't worry about it. I mean, I, I, I'm glad that you did go into that because that just, I think that is the hardest part of entrepreneurship, of being a business owner. I mean, I mean, I, I haven't been doing this for three years yet. And, and I already, you know, have big responsibilities. And, and I think about that all the time. It's like, it's not a matter of, of, oh, can I quit and do something else and work for somebody, especially after all the experience that I've gained and all that stuff? Of course I can. But it's not a matter of that. It's like, I have people that depend on me, like, you know, like they pay their bills and stuff because of they work for me. And, and that's a big responsibility and, and, and something that I need to have a very strong why. So regardless of the, of the challenges that happen, I can keep pushing, right? That's why like the, the North star, or I like calling it like that anchor that like is anchoring you. Like when everything goes south and it's like, you go back to that thing that keeps you grounded. That it's like, okay, this is the reason that I need to push. Even if I don't know how I'm going to solve it, mm. I'll figure it out. Just keep pushing. And that's something that is, it's, it's so big. And thanks for, for sharing that, that story. Because uh, one thing that I'd say almost every podcast is that one very key word of this podcast for me is perspective. Right. And, and, and being able to see this, you know, someone's as successful as you uh, to to tell that that story behind the, the success. Right. It's not an overnight success. Right? I mean, 13 years of, of, you know, going through like the big short right? and, and, and now like, you know, now there's a new new season coming up. Right. So it, 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 there's a lot of things. I mean, like recession is real. It's here. It's getting worse. I mean, the yeah. dollars losing value, all these things, but that doesn't, there's always ways to make money, to support each other, to, to, to stay centered with your why. And there's always, you know, pivots and stuff, but like, if you are very, uh, that you have that will, like you, you're very clear on, on why you're doing the things you'll find a way. Just connect with the right people, make relationships with people. And look, I'm or like, how am I'm doing it right now here with, with Sean uh, and, and just lead with value. Like I did with him. It's like, Hey, like, let's get here. Let's meet. And it's like, let me have you in my podcast. Right. And all those things, just become as valuable as you can have a very strong why look for people that are like-minded lead with value. And then just, just keep going, just test, uh, validate, improve and keep going. Just keep doing that. So 
thanks thanks for for giving me this this uh, opportunity here to like just have this amazing conversation with, with you i think that we both like did some cool go added some cool points here and i just like piggyback on the things that you were saying and and thank you for for taking the time i know you know you're really busy you have all these things going on and for you to take uh, like almost uh, what well, it's been like almost an hour now uh coming up it, of your time that means a lot to me so so thank you and, and i know that the audience will appreciate this and i can wait to make clips of it and everything so uh i'm gonna definitely like i need to check out like the the youtube secrets is something that i had it in my to-do list i literally have it in my list since we talk and I just I got to get to this one thing I want to ask you about. So if you if because I, I have this situation right now and I'm just kind of want to take this opportunity. Uh, if I were to have somebody, uh, either a client or myself that want to have somebody, OK, I want you to do YouTube for me or video marketing full time. Um, what kind of like route I know, like, do you think the books should be first and then your videos or like the videos and then the book? Like, how would you think to to get somebody like, hey, entry level or a little bit of experience? This is going to be my director of video marketing. What route would you send them? To and, I mean, train you, them? Yeah, to train them and to to become like, you know, because they got to start somewhere, right? Even if they have experience, you know, how to how they optimize themselves, right? Well, when it comes to hiring, you either have to pay for an expert and somebody who's already done it once or twice successfully, or you go the farm team route and it might be anywhere from an internship to a paid internship to they're going to develop the skills with you. And that is a budgetary option. And there's all kinds of dynamics as well. Like maybe you're going to hire more for culture and chemistry and um, character because you love the person and you see they're humble and teachable and they can learn. That's that's the majority of the opportunity in today's world because this is a new set of skill sets. And so absolutely, you could go the farm team route and say, connect with Thick Media, you know, immerse yourself in that world, go through Video Reiki Academy, read the book, um, study their stuff, and then apply all of that. And I'm gonna pay you X and I'm gonna give you performance of the channel because it may not even be bringing anything in right now, but if we could grow this together, like let's build it. It's more rare that someone even A, that you can find the right person, um, B, that they actually have the skills. But Neil Patel told me this. He's like, if you want kind of a guarantee that someone is going to be successful at something, just hire someone who's been successful twice. So then just ask them to show you their portfolio. They're like, oh yeah, here's the first person I did this for. Here's the second person I did this for. And here's the channel. What'd you do? Oh, I architected the, the videos and I ran a graphic designer. And even if, even if it was like Fiverr, this would be the person at the top, right? The, if it's the YouTube shredder, YouTube director, creative director of YouTube and their, you know, or social media in general. And so they run the contractors and the Upwork people and they, they strategize and there's a long form video podcast and they cut it into clips and lead that whole process and they distribute it vertically and they time code everything and they they know all the different details it's probably going to be pretty expensive if they are at that level of skill but then you just determine if you if you can afford that and then you just hire them so either way you go those are in my opinion your options and of course there's a spectrum in between of what level of skill they might bring to the table i will tell you this the number one problem a hundred percent of the entrepreneurs, coaches, course creators, speakers, people that like I'm in masterminds with, is they all want this person. They that's why I'm uh, asking. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent of people want to just hire off the shelf someone to do YouTube for them, and so that's also a big opportunity. And but people ask us, we're not an agency, so people like, we, I know we that, so. <laughs> yeah, and so but we get the request all the time, like, would you just do this for me? So um, there are a few agencies kind of out there. The problem, agencies have trouble scaling. This is a whole other conversation. Usually if you work with somebody that has one, two, three, four, five clients, you're their first set of clients. That's probably fine if they're good. But then they're trying to scale their agency. By the time they're taking on 20, 25, 30 entrepreneurs, the, the quality of the work is way down and they're, they've outsourced you to AI and something else. And you know, any area of your business is only really going to be as effective as it is is effective to the degree that you lead it 
cultivate it, invest in it, understand it, nurture it, and take care of it. The entrepreneurial myth, 1% of people get lucky and maybe just hire somebody. They're like, oh yeah, I never even, I just hired somebody and the YouTube magic just started happening. Yeah, probably not. You have to have buy-in as the founder, CEO, key person. And you you have to have enough level of obsession to get in and understand it and learn it so that you can even find the right person. And then I mean, it's a dynamic conversation. Yeah, you want to grow as a, a visionary or grow your revenue or grow as a leader that you could attract and get that person on your team um, or or just someone who you can develop and then resource, resource them and cast vision and also have the patience. Because if you're going the farm team route, it's going to be a little bit slower. But if we went all the way back to like, I have my strong enough reasons and I'm committed to this, I just was on a conversation yesterday, driving somebody to their business event here after we shot a podcast here in Vegas and the same thing. They were thinking about they're a very busy CEO. And I was like, you need to hire somebody. And they're like, actually, I think I know someone. And we discussed it and I'm like, yeah, it's probably the person and give them maybe a little bit of upside. And they're maybe not fully ready, but the resources are out there. There's, there's courses, there's books, there's um, YouTube videos. But there's so much, right? And that's why, look, to be honest, I even ask people like, who's the best YouTube guy that you know? And then like when other people even say your name, it's always yeah. like, oh, I got to talk to him because it's not, look, I'm a, I'm a marketing strategist with a background on PR, right? And for me as a marketing strategist and knowing for my clients learning strategy is everything, right? So that's why I asked you this question because it's not a matter like the who is very important, right? But after you got the who, then you go to strategy. Right. Because it's not a matter of like, I'm going to take this who and I'm just going to throw, throw, throw and see what sticks. It's totally. a matter of like, let me have a strategy, test okay, it, well, validate it, improve. And, and then I guess my question would be, does the who have the strategy or are you going to come up or is strategy foo going to have the strategy? So that's that's up to you. So for a lot of people, they actually are probably not going to go figure out the YouTube. Well, one option is get a who who's at a level of strategy. Because yeah, you're like, listen, I'm creating the content, I'm publishing the content, I, I've got the IP, I've got the frameworks, I've got the proprietary process. I just need someone to do the YouTube and the content thing for me. That, that's why the, I'm speaking, that's a higher level person, probably a six-figure person. Um, on the flip side, most of the time, you mentioned you're a marketing strategist, I would probably argue it's going to be you. And it's probably going to be 99% of the entrepreneurs listening to this. Outsourcing strategy is very difficult and oftentimes fails. So you, it's when you pick up the reins for your own business to uh, carry the torch on the strategy. I think, I think the other key thing is to find – success leaves clues. So just model after the masters, you know, meaning this. Do you want to be Valuetainment, Patrick Bet David? Do you want to be Gary Vee? Do you want to be Alex Shermozzi? And I'm speaking to YouTube channels. You want to be Grant Cardone? I don't think Grant's doing YouTube very well. It also doesn't really matter because he's got a big enough brand. Alex just crossed a million subscribers. He's doing it at a crazy level. They invest $150,000 a month in content. That's human resources. So they saw the reasons. They committed the time and the energy and the people and the dollars and that's between both Alex and Layla. So you can kind of see, like in terms of strategy, Dave Ramsey, do you want to be Dave Ramsey at multiple voices? Are you going to do a two-hour live show on a separate channel a couple of times a week, cut the hot best clips out of that, put it on a different channel? Do you want to be Valuetainment at multiple channels, Valuetainment clips, build out other personalities? Do you, you, know, do you want to be uh, a lot of more niche people? Do you want to be Evan Carmichael and chop up clips of, of other people and kind of create a brand? You know, in terms of the approach, you know, we teach the seven R's. Uh, it's an unbreakable framework, which we don't have time to get into it, but that's inside of our Video Ranking Academy. It is in and of itself an unbreakable strategy, but it does, it's not going to, it's not one size fits all. The key leader should get clarity. It is one size, our seven R's fits all, but like it's up to you and then we do this like through our deeper coaching to reverse engineer your approach and what's your model going to be so but i also think it's it's pretty set up it's just it's just a level of execution you can do a video podcast great video podcast clips from the video podcast shorts from the video podcast and um you know looking at uh people out there that are carrying new off is a good example of a very lean setup like a lot of times virtual like this one of the biggest leadership podcasts, 
YouTube is not his main platform, but it's going very well. And it's pretty simple. Good titles, good thumbnails, good guests. And uh, so what's he doing? So that would actually, uh, our stuff meets a very practical application of that. Hire whoever you can find, but figure out the strategy probably on your own. Have clarity of, I kind of want to do a mix of kind of what Gary's channel is, but probably not because you're probably not going to do daily V or you are, you're probably not going to do trash talk. You're probably not going to be doing this other stuff. So you reverse engineer back from that. Like, okay. Um, I'm probably not going to do Alex unless you do want, you want to do talking head videos. You could go early Alex. Um, but these days he's got insane editors and they're like mini documentaries. You're like, oh, I'm not really at that level. So you're like, I don't know. I think I'm going to kind of do Dave Ramsey has a call-in show. So I'm going to do a call-in show we're, I'm actually going to get people virtual, like their voices and auto, audio, or I'll bring people on Zoom and I'll do coaching calls and I'll do coaching interviews where I do lot, like so. The action ways item to do it, basically. <laughs> the action item is to go to YouTube though, and success leaves clues. Research people who've already done it. There's a good book called Decoding Greatness. This is not something new. Steve Jobs didn't invent you know stole from G gates and gates stole from jobs and they argued about it and they were like steve was pissed and he came to uh to bill gates and he was like i can't believe you know what you're doing with i think windows and how you stole that and he was like steve you stole that from xerox he's like we both stole this so so like and that's one of the stories they talk about in this book a lot of times you know good artists copy great artists steal you're not going to actually be stealing the content. It's your own voice, your own brand. But like the models are go into a research phase. Like the thing you do after this podcast, if you're learning into this, is go to YouTube and take some concerted time doing a competitor analysis or a market analysis of the different show formats, the different individuals, the different YouTube channels, the different formats that people are doing and see what resonates with you. Is it a f just short five to eight minute videos every week? Or is it a long form podcast? Is it all YouTube shorts? Because that's what's sustainable. So obviously we could go on and on, but chances outsourcing strategy. I know, I know that people can hire you cause that's, you know, marketing PR, but for most people, entrepreneurs get lazy and they want other people to do too much for them. The problem is you're not going to probably find somebody on Fiverr, probably not even on Upwork, that's going to do strategy for you. Like that's your job, you know, like strategy. And, and even too, I, I was studying strategy in like the book positioning and all that stuff. They also said strategy is also not even really much of a community thing. You don't want 20 people at the strategy meeting. Chances are you're as the key person, you clarify the strategy and then delegate it. And that's where if you do the heavy lifting on your content, then a 50k a year um editor thumbnail maker you know titler like or whatever price but like to give you like a lower you know um person would be great but probably at 50k a year you're not going to find the ultimate strategist to build this channel for you that would come out of your mind and all the research and leaning into this that you do and then they execute it and their farm team along the way they might have the potential to do it but chances are if they're at that level of strategy then they um they're not available or they're going to be 175k a year or 225 and they want a percentage of the business which is also great because like if it's the right person then that could be the way to do it yeah, and I ask this because it's like it's a matter of, you know, for example, like David A. Perez, he wants to have somebody that is full time uh, doing like not necessarily like just like the strategy uh, per se of like, but sometimes it's just, you know, a matter of 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 having somebody that 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 can be like the director of this right because for example like for me like as a marketing strategist like I am doing like a lot of things like oh focusing on the events focusing on those things so it's a matter of like do I want to just focus on the video side or do I want right because it's just doing everything with multiple clients right like you said and, and trying to scale like and I don't want to dilute the quality right so it's always finding like what's the happy medium where you can hire somebody and then like have like with my help or like the help of somebody, somebody in another business, another like the strategist, uh, it, it, and then like even streamline them with 
okay, this is what I'm setting up, but you should also consume this type of content too. Yeah. And that way, and I'm consuming content too. And then we can like together be like, okay, this is the thing. And, and that way, because you want employees that even if they don't, you know, that that you can, they know a little bit, but now they grow too, right? You should always be growing, especially totally. now, like, you know, with AI, all these things, like you gotta, like, it's new for everybody. So the opportunity is like, we all have to learn it, period. It's new for everybody, right? And so, nonstop learning. Yeah, exactly. So that was the, just to kind of like, just want to get your perspective about, because uh, even for myself, like, I don't know as much as YouTube as you do, right? So I can learn from you and then apply that to somebody that will implement, right? So it's all like, that's sure. why I ask you those things because I think it's a, it's a great, the, the more streamlined you can get, like the better because, you know, it's just, you cut time, you become more efficient. And uh, this is know. obviously just a niche thing, but a digital content producer in Las Vegas, that's what I looked up, a digital content producer. Right? Okay. Who's the who's the executive producer of my channel? Whatever, sixty five thousand a year. The high is one hundred three, and uh, it's just a kind of a rough range. But if you're actually getting someone to kind of like do all the things with that multiplicity of skill set, it seems pretty reasonable. I bet you're thinking sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, and and then if that is unreasonable, that just goes back to it's, it's more the bootstrap. It's on you. It's the it's the take the time to create the content. Or don't be surprised if the results, if you're getting 25K a year results because you pay somebody 25K, well, then that makes sense. And so it, it kind of goes to how big are you thinking? What's the infrastructure you kind of put around things? Um, but yeah, it's a very rare, like I said, the demand, there's a massive demand and undersupply. And we're brainstorming like, like about doing training events for shredditors. Because what business owners want is shredditors. Like if we could help people, if we could help develop these and people ask me literally like 24 seven, it's like my friends and stuff like, Hey, do you know anyone? And I, and here's what I also tell them. This is funny strategy foo. Even though we have a, a, a big team, I understand the content game so much, the opportunity that exists for you, for me, for everybody listening to this. I go, if I had somebody, if I knew somebody that was good enough for me to recommend them to you, I would hire them before I recommend them to you. I would add, because we will start more channels. We There is unlimited opportunity in this. So that, again, I want to put the impetus on the leader to say, you probably go farm team. You probably, and as far as whether my strategy is right or not, I think if you, like, this is the future. Like, this is the language. Video marketing is the language. A lot of people who, you know, use rocket fuel and EOS and traction it's not the only methodology they've studied. Uh, like a lot of people who've studied leadership didn't only learn one leadership framework from John Maxwell. They've also learned from somebody else. So while you're going to find a lot of overlap in the approaches, uh, you know, it's like pick one strategy and run with it. I am biased to know that our seminar uh, framework is unbeatable and unbreakable and proven. And we have, you know, thousands of students crushing it. And so, uh, but you're going to find a lot of overlap uh, in, in regards to that. I think it's just leaning in and biting the bullet, starting messy, hiring whoever you're going to hire, delegating however you're going to de delegate, and then rapidly innovating and studying and learning. And what will probably end up happening, of course, you make your own kind of process with it. Like my leadership is a combination of Craig Rochelle, John Maxwell, you know, Brenna Burchard. And so it's like, and now, and, and, and it wasn't just one, it could, I could also be a John Maxwell certified leadership coach, I suppose. And I'm like only him, but I think almost everybody listening to this is probably a combination of, and so the, the, the fundamental principles are out there. I'd argue the harder part right now is just building the team and systems to actually do this. I know that's what you're asking. It's even the how is less of what it is. It's the who and the team and the systems and the risk and the courage of hiring that person working with them for six weeks only to learn that they kind of suck firing them and then hiring somebody else and going through the pain of entrepreneurship of building out that media company and again you're probably going to get ripped off if you don't just the warning for maybe even your you know your tax strategist is again i know you could try and do it but like i've just learned in entrepreneurship if you're too ignorant of an area you're setting yourself up to get tricked you're setting yourself up for not understanding the arena enough to hire properly. 
So somebody will, will over because if you go, if you can't, here, let's land the plane. If you go, I don't even know, if you can't write a job description and articulate the key performance indicators, what winning looks like, how you will measure success, other examples that people should look at in terms of the YouTube, like you're not ready. So if you can't even write a job description or define the role that you would need that would help you, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable spot where you'll probably be taken advantage of. So you hire some social media manager that's like, yeah, I could do YouTube. And then you're disappointed. Well, unfortunately, the way the relationship started, the clarity that they were given at the start, all of the above was so lacking that again, it just comes back to on you. So as the key person, as you integrate this for your clients, or as you do it, like as people listening to this, I know it's, it's heavy, but remember, on the other side of building out a media company startup within your company. The hack, the shortcut is pay a quarter million dollars a year to an absolute rock star because you're already doing it. They're like, you have a good vibe and they've done it like 15 times. And then you can guess that 16th time will be pretty good because they've done it 15 times. For most of us, there's not going to be a shortcut. It's going to be farm team you register for two or three conferences over the next 12 months to go to video marketing conferences, learn it, get word of mouth, figure it out, get the job description, or hire a placement company, get the things, really dial it in. Um, that's at least my advice for what it's worth, in my humble opinion, from from my perspective. But yeah, it's tough. A lot of people want it. There's a lot of competitive. You either are going to buy it and it's going to be expensive, or you're going to build it and the key to, to building, I would say, is get started. Analyze your competitors, figure out a general idea of where you want to go, and then find something. Be then you. It's the easiest thing to do to tell a team member is be like, see what Valuetainment's doing. That's what I want to do, on a small scale. Can you help me build that? Oh yeah, da, da, da. and then if you can hear their language, they're like, yeah, what I would do. How would you do that? That'd be a good interview. So if if we were on a small scale, going to do what Valuetainment's doing. What would your approach be? Listen to them. If you're impressed, you're like, oh, they get it. If they're like, oh, dude, they're just talking out of their butt right now, man. You know what I mean? Like, they're just, that's some fluff. Like, that's just a low-level social media manager that really doesn't understand the game. Then that that right there is the hiring process that that you need, that, that would help you. And that's a, sounds it's easier said than done, but that's the workflow. Here's the three channels. I kind of want to do a combination of what they're doing. Can you help me build this? That's the model. How much would that be? And then the person's like, yeah, I could do that. And, and they're like, yeah, I'll do this. And here to do the workflow. And this is what, then you know you, you have, you've struck gold. You negotiate it, pull the trigger, start building. And then know it's going to be constant adjusting and tweaking as you go from there because that's how entrepreneurship is. I hope that's valuable, but that's what I would do. Thank you. Thank you for it. You, you give me a lot of details. And, and again, like what you said, it's just test validate improve right yeah like that is very key and like look i i just took the chance i have you here i have this situation right now uh right now we're like because my look like david perez like he he's doing you know he's doing good numbers right now so he can hire right and we're like trying to figure it out like like how to do it right because like he wants to have somebody in-house like i want to do it but then he wants experience and he wants these things and he's like like what's the best thing, right? Like we're, we're always debating these things, right? And it's always like, you know, what's the, like how we're gonna have like that that good guidance? Cause obviously it's gonna, entrepreneurship is all about like that, like you said, like, you know, testing, uh, validating and improvement. So, but they knowing that like, you at least we're starting in the right place, right? Cause it's like, I, I've been doing it. I was doing it myself and I was like, look, is this the best use of my time, <laughs> right? Like, so that that was the, that's the thing. I, I still like have access to, but it's just a matter of like, is it the value that, that I, that it, or can I come in with the things that I'm learning and then mix it with other stuff, right? And and that's why I talk, I love talking with people like you too. Cause I'm, as a matter of like that perspective of like, where should I be focusing my time? Because I'm learning every single day. I'm learning like every single day. I feed my mind more than anything, but I need to like find ways to like, there's so much out there. Like what, how am I canalize these things? And then how I properly build more, right? And that's what you say. Like, like get the who, get the systems, get the right, all the stuff, right? Because there's so many ways, so many information that that's why I like to ask him. But thank you for, for taking the time 
for doing this. I mean, this was an incredible conversation. Uh, something to look back for me. I mean, uh, as I as I do, do clips and stuff, I'll, I'll, I'll keep consuming this. And then uh, I'll keep you posted about that. And maybe I'll get you. He has a podcast too, David. So I can maybe I can just get you there with him. And also you can just talk, talk it out with him uh, in his podcast, B Build Your Own Economy. I think it's yeah, very be fitting awesome. for you too. So I'm going to talk to him. But yeah, thank you again for, for doing this time, uh, for taking this time. I mean, Think Media, uh, what what else uh, can people can uh, look for finding you? Yeah, I mean, that's it. If people want to hit up Think Media on YouTube, uh, Think Media Podcast uh, comes out weekly. The book is YouTube Secrets and um, um, all of the above. And then my name is Sean Cannell, rhymes with the YouTube channel. Uh, S-E-A-N-C-A-N-N-E-L-L -L, all over social media. So if you're hanging out on LinkedIn or Instagram, Sean Cannell and uh, here to help with YouTube. Strategy Foo, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, for being here. Like, I mean, I reached out to him through uh, a DM on Instagram. Like, it was that easy. It wasn't like this complicated thing. So like, you know, feel free to uh, reach out, especially if you have some value, right, to offer. So Uh, thanks again. Uh, and uh, this this has been amazing. So this was Sean Cannell, Rhymes, uh, Rhymes with YouTube channel and Strategy Foo. This is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.